0: Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari.
1: Father, thank you for this great opportunity in your presence. Touch us. Fill us with your spirit. Strengthen us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Right, how to pray with fasting. How to pray with fasting. Number one, Jesus said when you fast, not if you fast. That means Jesus expects you to be fasting. All right, he has an expectation of you that you'll be fasting. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 16, he said, Moreover, when ye Fast, be not at the hypocrite of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. So when you fast, don't make your face mobo mobo. So, anybody looks at you and say, hey, what's wrong with you? I'm fasting. <laughs> Why is your face like that? Is the fast. The announcement of the fast is more powerful than the fast that you are doing itself. But I think our emphasis on this verse is the way Jesus. I've read um, the ones about prayer. And I don't think you have any problems with those ones? Is that also. When Jesus said, when ye pray, do you see? Have I read those ones to you before? You are not in the church anymore. Or oh, you don't like the topic. I'll finish in a short while, then it will be over. That's why I went straight into it before you get angry. Okay. Verse 6. But thou, when thou prayest, Verse 7. But when ye pray, use not vain repetition, enter into your closet, and so on. Then, um, what we are reading right now is when you fast. So remember that Jesus has an expectation that you will be fasting from time to time. And maybe... He surprised that you don't fast at all. Is Jesus surprised at you? Eh? Is Jesus surprised at you? Yes. Is Jesus surprised at you? Yes. Whether he he knows. So you saying it doesn't. Even if you say it, you'll be happy that you you know that he is surprised. So when you fast, it's different from if you fast. In case you fast. If it happens that somehow you fast. But when you fast means I expect that you'll be fasting. So fasting is, is, is not any conditional something. It is a fact. Something that must happen with you. So every Christian must learn to fast. Not only when your church says that they are doing is it 14 days or 21 days or 7 days or 3 days, but on your own to fast from time to time? Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea? Yes, it shouldn't be declared by anybody. It's your own thing. Um, I met somebody who said that uh, he fast. is it he or she, on the day of her birth that she was born on. Maybe Wednesday. So every Wednesday is fasting day. I said, wow, that's also nice. Some people fast every Friday. That's also nice. Some people fast from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. I know somebody who said, oh, I'll start fasting after dinner till morning. But I don't know whether it's a fast. I don't know who you are deceiving, but Jesus expects that you will do fasting. And as a church also, we are moving into fasting. We are praying, that also. The prayer there we started already, cry. If you didn't come, nobody will be worried about it. But we know that it is important, but we are adding fasting to the prayer from now. Number two. Fasting must be often, 2 Corinthians eleven twenty six. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. In weariness and painfulness, in watchings, often, in hunger and thirst, and fastings, often, in cold and nakedness. Wow. So, in hunger and thirst is one thing. And then, in fastings is also another thing. So, hunger and thirst is not equal to fasting there are two different things hunger and thirst if there's no food to eat you'll be hungry is that also yeah but i mean the fact that your money you don't have money to buy food so and you didn't eat so it's a fast no it's hunger and thirst you would have eaten only you didn't get the food it's hunger and thirst for a reason, there's no food to eat. It's called hunger and thirst. But there's also, fasting is when you deliberately decide that in spite of the presence of and maybe abundance of food, I am foregoing food for spiritual reasons. And therefore the spiritual reason becomes the main thing you are so engaged in the spiritual activity that the main thing you are doing is not to be hungry. Why is fasting hard? Because the hunger is hard. Why is the hunger hard? Because that's what we are focusing on. Watch about your own destiny. you find that there's a day that Maybe you just woke up, you are doing something, and you haven't had time to eat. And by 12 o'clock, you've not eaten. You'll be moving around. Is that not so? Has it happened to you before? At right? 2 o'clock, you haven't eaten. Sometimes you are there and say, hey, you don't You your mind is not even on it because perhaps you are doing something and you haven't thought of it. But when, if it's an And when? Because they are going to announce that fasting starts tomorrow. As soon as it's announced that tomorrow is fast, when you wake up by 8 (laughs) o'clock, there's trouble in here. By 8 o'clock. I mean, are you not the same person who can walk around till 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, even 6? You are there, and it's normal. But just because your mind has picked up something, That fasting, so from morning, then something is happening to you. That's why I'm explaining that the reason why it is so is that your mind and your focus is so much on the fast that that is what is ministering to you and ministering also to your body. Now, it depends on show body. And then it's, look, we're here praying. I don't know whether people brought food and they ate. I was looking somewhere, I saw people opening their cars and something, but when I looked again, I saw that they were sharing food for their children. But their children are not children. No, these children are not children. Are they children? They are not children. So, why? Okay, but they were sharing of food. But generally, we were here just praying. And there was no talk about fast. The talk was only about prayer. But it it was a fast. Because there wasn't lunch break. And we didn't bring food to share or anything, but we were coolly here. And for me, it, it never even occurred to me that I am hungry or I must look for food or anything, but because we were focused on prayer and not on fasting. We never said we were fasting, we said we were praying. So then we came prayer, 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 without food. Maybe people ate Bangkok before coming, I don't know. Did somebody try that? Own oh, no, up. It was too early for you, not for some people. So don't sentence yourself to hunger and thirst, but rather give yourself to spiritual development. Yes. Fasting often. Concentration is on the spiritual activity. The spiritual work. The prayer. Staying in the presence of God. Ministering unto God. Speaking to him. Flowing in the presence. That's the main thing. Otherwise, it becomes hunger and thirst. Number three. Dealing with demons requires a background of fasting. Matthew 17, 20. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, they were supposed to heal somebody and they couldn't heal him, the disciples. And they asked, why were we not able to heal? And he said, because of your unbelief, for verily, I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it, however, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. This kind will not go. Unless you engage in prayer and fasting. Which kind? I don't know which kind, but the kind of problem they were dealing with at the time had to do with demons. How many have some demons worrying you sometimes? you think some demons worry you something this kind that there this, this kind that kind knocking at the door speaking to you trying some tricks here and there this kind goeth not but by prayer and for everybody is being harassed by demons every especially if you are a christian there is an assignment of demons to you. They have assigned some demons specifically to you. You are their um, target. Yes. They are their assignment. They are working on you. They bring thoughts to your mind. They try to bring problems in your way. They make things not work for you. Bring sickness. Bring failure. Bring anything. And They are there. That's their work. And they are always doing it. Working on it. All the time. But Jesus told the disciples that this kind, you need some fasting. So if you have demons that are working around trying to um, harass you, trying to overthrow you, trying to make you sick, trying to kill you and everything and you will not engage in any fast at all then the demons will feel free and they will flow and they will do whatever they will do more than the assignment that has been given to them because they've got a very soft target easy target like you when you add fasting to your prayer, you now become a hard Christian. A difficult person that demons will not want to come near you. Because by the time they come, you are engaged in the kind of activity that is able to deal with them. Jesus said that this kind, you must add fasting to the prayer. Because the disciples, the disciples were not Fasting. That's their problem. Because Jesus told them that you don't have to fast when the bridegroom is with you. But when the bridegroom is taken away, then you fast. So I don't think I've seen Peter fasting before. Did you see Peter fasting while Jesus was around? They were in parties. Yes. They are going to Simon's house for a party Uh, Mary and Martha had invited Jesus and they were accompanying and they are going here and every kind of thing. But he told them that for you to engage in this, you need prayer. Not only prayer, but you also need fasting. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are certain problems that are only solved by prayer with fasting. Fasting is an important spiritual exercise. Jesus explained that the disciples could not cast out the devils because that type of problem responded only to prayers and fasting. However, Jesus himself did not go and fast in order to cast out the devil. He already had a background of fasting and waiting on the Lord. It is having a background of fasting and waiting on the Lord that releases the kind of power that is needed for dealing with certain demonic powers. Are you there? So, when Jesus came and this issue was there, he didn't say that, okay, wait, I'm going to fast and pray. Then I'll come and cast out this demon. But it is something he has been doing. You remember that at the beginning of his ministry, he went to fast for so many, for 40 days. So something he had been doing. So when it came to dealing with the demons, it wasn't like a new thing. I have seen demon, I'm going to fast and come. A demon is disturbing me, so I'm going to fast and then come and deal with it. No, 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 you are wasting your time. But it is part of you. You fast, you pray. You fast, you pray. The day a demon shows up, you are ready to deal with it on that day. Not that the day a demon shows up, say, wait, let me go and fast and pray. Then I'll come and deal with you. You you don't do it that way. So fasting must be part of your life because there are some problems in your life if you added fasting to prayer and the two were working powerfully you would have dealt with these problems already by this time I said if you were doing fasting and prayer that problem in your life would have been solved by this time if you were engaged in fasting and prayer that demon would have left you by this time if you were into fasting and prayer, that problem would have been solved by this time. Next one. Fasting is presenting your body as a living sacrifice. Right. Romans 12.1 I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Fasting has an effect on your body. It's one of the ways to present your body as a living sacrifice to God. You must control your body. Apostle Paul was strict on his body. Your flesh is an unruly enemy, ready to do the wrong thing any time it has a chance. Fasting has the additional benefit of keeping your flesh under control. First Corinthians nine twenty seven. But I keep my body under. I keep under my body. And bring it unto subjection, lest that, by any means, when I have prayed to others, I myself. Should be a castaway. So, what do we learn from here? Presenting your body a living sacrifice. A sacrifice is presented to the altar to be bent. When you are fasting, you are presenting your body a living sacrifice. That means you are presenting your body to be bent. In other words, you are bringing affliction to your body. So there's no way, I said that if the focus is on the spiritual thing, that the spiritual engagement that you are doing, I mean, you don't go into hunger and thirst. But there's no way you can fast without feeling the affliction in your body. Hey, you feel it. But it's a sacrifice of your body. They haven't cut your hand off. They haven't cut your head off. They haven't cut your head. Just avoid food. Leave out food for some time. And then suffer a little. You can't do that sacrifice. Is that what you are saying? You see, the Christians of old, they will catch them They will beat them, they will torture them, they will kill them, they will do everything to them. Christians of today, we wear our jeans and paint our face and move around without anything worrying us anywhere. So if the little spiritual exercise we have to do, that will pay for. And anything, look, you can't serve God without paying a price. You need to be a spiritual person. You can't become that spiritual person without paying a price. And the price for spirituality is what I'm talking about. It's called fasting. The price for spirituality is called prayer. The price for spirituality is called waiting on God. That means you spend hours with God and before God at the expense of other things that you have to do. So if you're a Christian and you're always very busy, I have this to do, I have to run here, I have to do this, then, okay, I'll come to church a short while and go away. You are not paying the price that will make you grow up as a spiritual person. But everything has a price. And for you to be an overcomer, our our team is what? Uh, what? Hmm? A year of work. To be able to work for God and become fruitful in the vineyard of God. Oh, you need to pay for it. There's a sacrifice to it. There's a price you have to pay. And the price you must pay is that you have to put your body down in fasting and prayer and wait on God and cry on God. So that God will pour some grace on you for the work to be done and for the work to be successful. Yes, a percentile leader who doesn't pray at all. You haven't fasted for your ministry before. You haven't fasted for your members before. Choir leader, you haven't prayed for your people in a certain way. I'm fasting and praying for my choir so that it will work. That's the price. If you don't pay that price, you are not going anywhere. That's why many of us pastors and shepherds, we are not making progress things are not working because we are only focused on the physical movement and we are going here and we are doing this here and I'm calling this and why are you not coming come quickly but look there's a price to pay the price is hiding in the room or hiding in the forest or being in the garden being somewhere and putting your stomach down and your time down for the Lord and paying that price That is where you grow as a Christian. This year, you will see spiritual growth as you give your life and your time for what we are doing now. I'm telling you. And at the time you are paying the price, nobody knows. And nobody sees you. When we come around, we are all the same. Who has prayed this morning? Who hasn't prayed this morning? We all look the same. We all look nice. We all have a smile. Let me see your smile, small. Your smile, please. Okay. Is it trying to come? If you haven't prayed, just give a smile. I mean, it's not by force. But then, in the spirit, we are not. We are not the same at all. I mean, you are sitting next to somebody that demons are. Moving freely around the person, and they are feeling free. They visit at any time, eat some of her food, and then they go back, come and put something in the food to make her sleep more, so that she can't pray, and then come and do anything. They come and give her a knock, so that you have headache for the next three days. Anytime, they are free, but there is one person sitting next to you. Demons are afraid of that person. Because it is not everybody that a demon can attack. I'm telling you. They are also wise. They will look at, if you go here, what is going to happen to you? Are you going to win or are you going to lose? Don't engage in a fight that you cannot win. They operate of that principle also. Fasting and prayer will make you that strong Christian that demons will think twice before they come to you. Say amen. Say amen. Demons will do what? They will think twice before coming to you. But if you don't fast and pray, they are with you already. They are lying on your bed by this time, waiting for you to come, moving around and dancing in your room. That is those who didn't come with you. The the battalion that came with you, they are working here, all the preaching that I'm preaching, when they preach and they say this, then they will also say, an opposite thing to you, I have I've, I've not preached much, but I've been talking about fasting. But all these minutes that I've been talking, your mind is that this thing is talking about not me. Not me. Up till now, all the work I've done till now, all you are saying is that it's not me. It's other people, not me. It's other people. Others will do. But oh, and then a topic we know come once and then why? What's wrong with him? Is there a problem? It's because as I'm preaching, they are also preaching to you, and they are talking to you. Say, hey, you you can't do it. Oh, your stomach will pain you. beer, you will see. Hey, you can collapse even hey, your ulcer. You have forgotten that you have ulcer, or oh, you forgotten that uh, uh, 12 years ago you had ulcer, and because you have not been fasting now, it doesn't come. You want to fast again. Oh, the ulcer will come here, You will see that's how they are talking to you. Yes, so demons are working around, and you need. To fasten yourself in the spirit and become a spiritual person. Say amen. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Or say, this I say then. Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. NLT. So I say. Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So the flesh is called what? Sinful nature. Because a lot of your disappointments are from the flesh. True or not true. Yes. Sometimes we give so much credit to Satan. But it's not everything that comes from Satan. The reason why you are fighting against the message I'm preaching, it's not even Satan. It's your flesh. Your flesh, that sinful nature, is rejecting the message. He said, what are you thinking? You are going to make me suffer and be hungry. Now lie. It won't come on. that is why, by eight o'clock tomorrow, you will be feeling intense hunger, like you have been eating for three days, because the flesh is fighting you. the flesh is sinful this is your body eh? sinful, wicked. but you, you are always being kind to your body. Did you bath your body this morning before you have? And you put deodorant. And makeup. I see. And put perfume so that it will smell nice. Look. If you know how wicked this body is, uh, you will not be doing all these kind things to your body. I tell you. You are doing all these nice things to your body and the, the, the body is returning or paying back in wickedness. A lot of the problems we have is just from the body. And the Bible, this NLT says, sinful nature. And the other version says, the flesh. This thing. This thing. I will spend it all your time on. Ladies are spending time on their hair, sinful nature, spending time on how to make their things stand (laughs) (laughs) and not sleep because the thing is sleeping and they have to do a lot of adjustments so that it will stand. Now, even um, people, I don't know, is it surgery they do or something like that? Surgeries to change this here and change that here and enlarge this one over here and shape this one over there and thin this one here. You know, I met somebody and us were flowing. She started talking to her about her husband. Her, her husband had died. I don't know whether months or a year before. So then I I asked so what happened? She said he was abroad. And then he came down. When he came down he had arranged everything with a hospital to go and do um surgery on the belly because or uh, or a rich pot belly. Yeah. And he didn't want it. Then I said, but why was he, no, I asked that question later. So because he wanted to do politics and he felt that the thing was too big for politics. Until <laughs> from Abrochina, no, no, I did no, an arrangement in Antio, had straight to the hospital. I didn't know about the hospital. They mentioned it. I have now I look for it. And it's on the road somewhere. And he went to go and to remove the, this thing and he died at the place. Yeah, so The person that I was talking with, that's how the person, the husband had died. Yeah. So everybody knew he had traveled. Those who knew him, they knew that he had traveled. He wasn't here. But Obaboko... <laughs> real, real, real person. Real person. You were there. Yes, you were with me, yes. In a certain region. So it is so much of your body here, your body there, how to make this one nice and how to make this one presentable, how to tuck this one in and tuck this one out. How to cut your hair and then look different. How to spend like 30 minutes making your face. In the morning, and also it can take about yeah two hours. How to spend the whole day in a salon with ten people braiding your hair from morning till evening? Don't I? It takes three days to finish one. Wow! Pardon. This type goeth not but by prayer and fasting. So, next verse. Verse 17. The sinful nature wants to do evil. Does your body want to do evil? Like what? It's fasting. Your body wants to hide the food somewhere and eat. Is that not so? The body wants to sleep and not pray. We are shepherd, you have to go to your area in the morning. Then the body said, oh, <laughs> you are tired. You say, Yesterday you didn't sleep early. You what's sorry, what the are you okay? But body never remind you. Yesterday you didn't sleep early, and three days ago, too, you didn't sleep early. And so you have some area. So if you go early too early today, you'll be too tired. So rest more. So the body wants. To do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. So the spirit wants to do good, and the body is forcing evil on you. Ah, And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. So there's a fight. A fight between the spirit and the flesh. Oh yes. All the time. They said they are constantly, every time they are fighting. Every time there's a fight. So your, your, your members, that means your person, is subject to this kind of contention between this one and all the associated things. And then the man inside, the inner man. Oh, the other time when you're entering the boys' room, you remember the voice that said, Why are you going? Why do you want to go? Why are you entering this place? You don't remember. You've forgotten already. Are you saying you don't remember? So the man inside, the inner man, that is the spirit was trying to put you on the right way. Say, no, it's not right. Don't go. Right. No, 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 no. Right. And then the flesh was saying, oh, it doesn't matter. It's a good thing. Ah, look how your body is feeling. If you meet him and you talk to him and he meets you, you feel okay. And everything will be fine with you and this, that, that, that. So there's always a fight. Constant fight between two opposing forces and both of them are linked to you or (coughs) they are you. Because it's the spirit inside the flesh that makes you you. When the spirit leaves the flesh the flesh is not you. Then you yourself you are gone. But to be on this earth you need the spirit and you need the flesh that has all these desires. When I was younger, I I used to ask God, why did you put all these desires in a young person like me? And I gave God suggestions, but I don't think He took it. I said, Oh, like this particular desire. Don't let it be deactivated. Mm -hmm. Then, the day it is needed, like the day you are marrying, then they turn it on like that. Because a problem. But it is there with you. Yeah. To fight you, to test you. That's when we can see whether you are overcoming. Oh, you are not overcoming Christianity is fight, is test all the time. So remember that there are two people fighting. Who and who? The spirit and who? The flesh. Who is also called? The sinful nature. And it is the one you support who will win. So choose which one to support. Is it not yours? You are the referee. You are the fans, the, the, the supporters union you are the VAR. You are the coach. <laughs> so you, your decision is the final decision. You are the FA. <laughs> Everything is you. So when that fight is going on and you decide that it doesn't matter, I will go into the room. That's your decision. Your fight, nobody can change. Nobody say Prr! Offside. <laughs> Stop. Don't go. It's offside. That's not the right place to go. No, 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 no. no. And if you decide that no matter how my body is feeling, I'm not going to respond to this thing. That's your decision. And you fight it. And you overcome it. So watch. How does fasting help? Fasting helps because fasting helps you, like Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10, 27, he said, I bring my body under, or I bring my body into subjection. But I keep my body, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I've preached to these others, I myself should be a castaway. NLT, please, if you can do that. Don't worry, I'm waiting. I discipline my body like an athlete. Training it to do what it should. Do you know that when you leave the body, it will do what it shouldn't do. Oh, it is easier to do what it shouldn't do than it is to do what you be done. <laughs> training it to do what it, sh- it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Fasting brings your body under control. Disciplines your body and tells your body that yes, I know that you need food and you have to eat and taste. but this time, my spirit is seeking God and my spirit is fellowshipping with God and my spirit is ministering to God and I'm not going to allow you to have this way at this time so you Stand strong in support of your spirit. Then, as the desires and the issues of the body are brought into subjection, your spirit man now grows and your spirit man now is able to relate with God, now become the dominant, controlling power of your life and now you see that your relationship with God and your fellowship with God and your spirituality has gone up to another level. Fasting helps you to kill the desires of the flesh so that the spirit man would dominate your life. Put him down small. Yes. And you will not die. Yes. Even if you die you go to heaven. I mean, if you die fasting, where else should you go? Hmm? Straight to heaven. But you will not. I tell you. So let's believe God. We need to develop ourselves and let the spirit man lead us so that we can attempt great things for God and we can do something for God in 2024. Because it's not by might and it's not by power, but it is by my spirit. It's only by the spirit of God you can achieve anything. If you don't allow the spirit, you can do anything. Amen. Go back to my scripture. I don't think I finished what I was doing. Yes. Verse... 18 is what I didn't read. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the Lord. As we were here, we were praying for the Holy Ghost, anointings, the leading of the Spirit. We are praying for the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is the Spirit and the anointing for ministry. Jesus said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to preach deliverance to the captive and um, to heal the broken hearted. When the spirit of the Lord is on you, you are able to do all these things which pertain to ministry. We are praying for wisdom, the spirit of wisdom. Because the spirit of wisdom also gives you Long life. Prosperity. Is that not so? Riches. He said that in, his, in her right hand, length of days. And in the left hand, what? Riches and honor. That's wisdom. When you grab wisdom, you have length of days here. And you have riches and honor in this place. said he will promote you if you will exhort her. That's what we're praying. And it is spirit. It's not wisdom that you get from learning philosophy in Lagos. Yeah. We're praying for understanding. That the difference between the person who can apply things and be promoted and the one who cannot be promoted is understanding. That you are exposed to the same thing but you don't have understanding. You are put in the cockpit of the plane. You can fly from here to America, but you don't know what to do for the plane to fly you to America. They put you there, so this is your plane. This is the cockpit. Sit down here. Put on your seatbelt. Now, go to America. But you don't know how to. Some of us are sitting in the same place. We can't move. We can't progress. We can't do anything. Only because we don't have understanding. And we are here praying for spiritual understanding. The Holy Ghost to give us understanding so that we can move on and we can make progress in things. Yeah, that's the prayer we were praying for the Holy Spirit. And this year, you'll be led by the Spirit into great things and you achieve great things and you do great things and you have great outcomes in your life. Yes. Then, my final point is that, do you want the final one? There's more, but you want final. Right. Beautiful. Fasting is the foundation of your ministry. When you fast, you are laying foundation for things that you don't know about. But they are coming in your life. Matthew 11, 16 to 19, But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the market and calling unto their fellows and saying, We have piped unto you, and you have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and you have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a devil. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a gluttonous and a wine beaver, a friend of publicans and sinners, that wisdom is justified of her children. But before the Son of Man went into eating and drinking, look at Matthew chapter 4. Then was Jesus, verse 1, led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. So Jesus did not enter into the ministry until he had accomplished 40 days and 40 nights of fasting. Brother, sister, when you engage in fasting and prayer, you are into the building of a foundation of some structure that you don't know about as you are sitting here today. You are making a way for yourself for something that is here to come, a ministry that is here to come, a job that you are here to do. Work that you have to do for God. Things that are coming on the way. We are just in early days of the year. We don't know what is there for us in this year. But as we fast and pray, it is a foundation for the rest of the year and for the rest of your life. And for future things that you don't know. But Jesus did 40 days. And then he went on. That's why when the demon had to be cast out, he said, wait and let me go and fast and come. This and I've done it and I've laid the foundation. May this be a foundation for extra work and extra life and extra blessing in your life that it will take you far because of what you have done. Look, many of the great preachers and men of God you see, It is foundation they have laid in the past. That's what they are riding on. Because those days at Legon Botanical Gardens, you would very easily meet one of these people. Um, Those who are men of God. Yes, men of God. Praying in the garden, fasting, praying. I mean you can go and he has removed the shirt and he's praying. Legon Garden was a certain place, I tell you. Real spiritual battle. And many of them have done these things in the past over years before even we got to know them as this minister or that minister. I have personally met some of them in the place. But today, you see them, they are riding high in ministry, but you don't know what they did before they got there. As you are going into what you are doing behind the scenes, it's like your legon gardens of today, that tomorrow will open the door for you to be sitting in a certain place. And somebody will have the guts to ask, her, how did this person get there? Who are you and where do you come from? Where do you come from? You come from fasting and prayer gardens. You have done things in the past. And the things you did in the past is what has given you the power to now go on. Oh, yes. Some temptation that is five years away. is what your fasting and your prayer will be dealing with at this time. Something that is coming in ten years' time. Something that is coming in November of this year. Something that is getting ready for you in May of this year. As you are praying at the beginning of the year this time. You are dealing with issues that are to come. It is the foundation for your ministry. The foundation for your life. The foundation for you to overcome things. And the foundation for things that you can stand on later on. And especially, let me... Admonish the young people if you are old a certain way, it's not even advisable to fast a certain way. But if you are young a certain way, it's very good for you to fast a certain way. What do you think? Where are young people? Are there young people? Yeah, where are the young people? Okay, now people will not say they are young. Okay, they are on this side. Okay, you won't die. But you shame the devil. Yes. You shame the devil. The devil will be surprised that this young person is so strong spiritually that when he comes and he looks around, he finds that there's no way. That's what the devil does. He's walking around. That means he's always on inspection, trying to find a loophole, trying to find a way. And every time you get to Job, He will see that there's a wall that is built around him. I can't touch this person. That's what happened. So he went back to God and said, as for Job, it's because of what you are doing for him. That's why he looks like a great person. You have put this wall around him and it's like nobody can touch him. That's why he looks like you remove it and do this and do that. He's always looking for a way of weakness around you so that he can get you. But in 2024, the devil will never get you. As you engage in fasting often, with prayer often, waiting on God often, and ministering to the Lord often, being a spiritual person, he will come and go, come and go, come and go. you will be visiting around always, but you will find out that there is no way. He has no way to touch you because you have become a super spiritual person. May that be the outcome of your life in 2024, that in 2024 you came out as a spiritual person. Your spirit man is in control and ahead of the flesh. And you are not being controlled by the flesh. Walk by the spirit and you shall not fulfill the desires of the flesh. That's where we started from. Verse 16. Walk in the Spirit and always desire to walk in the Spirit. That's why we pray for the Holy Spirit and we pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit and pray for the Holy Spirit and pray for the Holy Spirit. Spirit. All the time you walk as an anointed person who has overcome already. Ye have overcome little children for greater is he that is in you. Than he that is in the world. It is the Holy Spirit in you that makes you an overcomer. And in the world there is Satan. Satan can't stand the power of the spirit. When you come with your own power. He will just finish you. But you are walking in the power of the spirit. Because you are putting your flesh under. I put under my body. And bring it into subjection. Of course, with prayer. And let me conclude by saying that let your focus and your energies also be on the activity, which is called prayer. Waiting on God, ministering to God, being in a spiritual environment. We have prayers, be part of it. Whether it's all night, oh, I love the environment. That was good. At a point, I said that as we are praying, I'm not coming back here till after two hours. I mean, it's not like people are tired or people are waiting. Or Even as I came back, it's as if I'm breaking into uh, people's, your friend is saying, read them that they have developed in their place. Beautiful prayer environment. And that's what you need. When you have that, you have the strength to overcome in 2024 arise with your prayer and your fasting father strengthen us to walk in the spirit and not to fulfill the desires of the flesh let the flesh always lose in this battle for dominance may everyone be a strong supporter of the spirit Lifting up the spirit of God. So that we can overcome the flesh. Let Satan have no place. No where to stand. Because we have yielded our bodies unto you. Living sacrifices. Holy and acceptable to you. All our members and every part of our members will yield them to you. May there not be any desire of the flesh and any part of the flesh that will lead us into evil. Lead us into disobedience. Lead us into sin. And lead us into destruction. But let the Holy Ghost be the one that is leading and guiding and taking us through every step of the way that will walk in the spirit and will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the oil and the anointing. And thank you for the great power that is working in your people from this day forward in the mighty name of Jesus somebody shout a big Amen wow beautiful close your eyes you are here, you are not born again you want to give your life to Jesus you want Jesus to come into your heart you want your name to be written in the book of life You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. I need Jesus. You need Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Up high. Jesus is calling you today. Your life will change and have a new direction. You begin to walk a spiritual life that you have never experienced before. It's a spiritual life. It's a spiritual life. It's a spiritual life It's a spiritual life Father bless these ones with a blessing from heaven And let them know you And let them be established and built up in you Say this prayer with me Say Lord Jesus Forgive me my sins Wash me in the blood Write my name in the book of life Thank you for saving me today Amen God bless you.
0: God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our doctor service is at 7.45 a.m. And victory service at 10 a.m. Our victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you
1: singing holy